guys, welcome to the first ever Unbalanced NFL show. I'm your co-host, Brecklin. With me is Canon Guillet. If I said that correctly. What's going you on? You got it close, close enough, right? Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully I'll improve on that as the weeks go on. But uh, yeah, we're not going to waste much time. We're going to get right into uh, Pat's Jacksonville. Uh, big, probably the game of the weekend, I would say, considering how the other one turned out. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 24 to 24, the New England Patriots. A close game, probably closer than most people expected, but that Jacksonville defense is no joke. Yeah, it was. I mean, I was expecting a good game. I think, uh, honestly, I think a good uh, portion of America was rooting for <laughs> Jacksonville. And whether you, were, what, what, yeah. whether you were going heart or head. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, I think you you could have made a case for them winning that game. And by all means, as well, I'm sure we'll get into, uh, they probably should have won that game. It was definitely in the cards. They, I, yeah, I, I will agree. They probably should have won, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a really weird game because I mean, as everyone knows, Bill Belichick is the master of like halftime adjustments. Exactly. There are two different teams, right? When they come out, Nathaniel Hackett as uh, the coordinator for Jacksonville called an incredible game especially in the first half in the first half yeah in the first half then yeah. second half clammed up and they were just playing it was evident and i mean they are a young team they're clearly what in the last five years they've been in the top five draft picks yeah top five of the draft <laughs> so they're not used to yeah. this stage but they were just playing not to not to lose that is yeah, for sure yeah for sure that it really kind of felt like that towards the end I think the obvious game plan was to try to make Bortles throw deep, which he had opportunities to, but they kind of didn't want him to, which is understandable, I think. Right. Right. And see, I'm a, I'm a bit of a Blake Bortles truther. Maybe I'm just, uh, (laughs) (laughs) maybe I've, I have now officially added that to my Twitter bio that I am a Blake Bortles Bortles truther. And, and honestly, like they were game planning around, you know, around him in a bad way, I would say. Yeah. You know, yeah. you obviously game plan around Tom Brady because he's yeah. the GOAT, but you they game planned around him in such a way that they weren't it was so obvious. I saw <laughs> someone on Twitter actually analyze their entire every single uh down on in the second half. And they did an every single fourth quarter drive started with a Leonard Fournette run. Second oh, down was a long pass attempt by Bortles, and then third and long. What are you going to do? Obviously, you're you're you almost made it worse for him. The the whole <laughs> yeah. point with with Bortles was that was working so well in the first half was the play actions. They were getting everybody moving. The short screens. Ryan Grant had uh, how many yards just in the first first quarter? I think almost a hundred yards receiving just off two screens. And second half, they just totally went away from that. Yeah, Jacksonville really went heavy on the on the halfback screens, mostly because I don't know if New England has the linebackers to cover them. Like they weren't, exactly. they don't have the speed to cover, like Yeldon and Fournette. Right, and right, guys. and Corey Grant. Excuse me, not Ryan Grant, but uh, that's the thing. And I was looking at it too. Bortles was, you know, Corey Grant is what their fourth running back yeah, behind yeah. Fournette, behind Ivory Yeldon, and he was the guy making the plays. Like they have such a deep. And honestly, a very versatile, you know, playmaking core down in Jacksonville. And it wasn't even hard for Bortles to get him the ball. He was doing well. 
Yeah, you it's gotta, weird. Like Jacksonville secretly has better skill position players on offense than New England did. Oh, absolutely. Like, and that was another thing because New England tried to run almost like a similar offense. They were trying to run the screen passes to the outside, those halfback wheel routes. But Jacksonville's linebackers actually have the speed to cover them, so they it wasn't working. Right, right. The and the only plays that were was when they what? How many times have you seen have you seen uh, Belichick, McDaniel's, and Brady have to pull out two trick plays, two flea flickers in yeah, one game. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen. The they clearly flea flicker, respected. Way, incredible. So, oh yeah, yeah. Oh absolutely. See, that's the kind of stuff. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah, you got an unconventional, <laughs> below average quarterback. Pull out the stops, man. Like yeah. he's got oh. an arm. He doesn't have an accurate arm, but he's oh, got yeah. an arm. So you, you might as well sling it in the in the area for sure. Exactly. And we've another thing is that we've seen Belichick. I think this most prominently happens when they play the Steelers, where he kind of just decides that he's just going to completely remove one element of your whole offense. Usually he'll pick his poison between Bell and Brown when he plays the Steelers, but it was very evident that they weren't going to let Fournette beat them right early. But he almost kind of did. Like he they, did, yeah. He just was, kept running through. They'd run halfback guts, and he'd just he'd get like five yards every time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the first that first half, they the Jaguars were marching at will. Like the Patriots oh, yeah. had no answer. It's like you said right off the bat today. They are the kings of halftime adjustments. Yeah. They knew exactly what they went into the half. What were they down? 17, 17 to 10, 14 yeah, to 10. Yeah. And you knew that they were going to come out and have a game plan to stop them and hack it for whatever reason, clammed up and let them, made it even easier for them to be, to eventually come back. And yeah. Win. I saw somebody tweet this. I don't remember who it was. Uh... Nathaniel Hackett had 30 good plays and he used them all by the second half because they had, yep. they ran, I think, I think Roma even called it that they, uh, I think they hit another like third and long and they used Jacksonville played, used the same offensive play and new England used the same defensive formation that they used the last time they ran it. Like yeah. it just became super predictable on Jacksonville's part. And I mean, what else are you going to do at that point? The offense that was really the problem. The offense was so predictable at the beginning. You just, you kind of knew they were just going to run to Fournette and then try some play action. Exactly. It was three and out, three and out after three and out. And then the, you you know, a defense can only be held. You can only hold down an offense and a quarterback like Brady for so long. Like, I mean, they, you, you saw what happened. They, the offense had to be perfect last week against, um, this Pittsburgh because what yeah. forty five to forty two the def- <laughs> that that good of a defense still gave up forty two points yeah, which exactly. in fairness that's to the killer bees so you're not yeah. you can't knock them for that it's, yeah exactly it was all on on the offense and then eventually you know those adjustments work on offense too so Patriots yeah. will find a way Tom Brady's hand looked fine by the way <laughs> yeah I think everybody blew oh, that yeah. out of proportion yeah. for sure that was he was yeah. fine he played. Great, <laughs> which right. is of no surprise to anybody, really. That's a, that's the thing. During that game, you knew, sitting there, you know, watching the constant three and outs, you were like, "Yep, this lead is not safe." Yeah, I yeah. want so badly for this game to be over now. Yeah, I never boom. really felt the lead never felt big enough for me to exactly to like put all my money on Jacksonville. Exactly. Even after yeah. that uh, that fumble, that fumble felt like uh, 
a turning yeah. point, but what do you know? Three and out right after. And I mean, there is a couple questionable calls, but that always happens. The pass interference on Bouye down the sideline. Right. I right. don't know about that one. The Gronk hit was I don't even know. It's a, see, it's a, it's an illegal hit. It's just that that is always going to be such a hard one for defenders. Richard Sherman was tweeting tweeting about it how it's almost it was illegal, but it's just impossible oh, yeah. to defend it because yeah, sure, well, like could Barry Church have gone? I mean, right, exactly. Let him catch it. Looking at it again, you'd think he could have gone to the midsection, but that's such a bang bang play. And the thing that I think most people forget is the offensive players every time going to duck his head, you know, so he's not yeah. exposed and to Brunk get jacked up while he's making the catch. So the head's going down. It's right. Just, it's so fast. Like I don't know how you could even. It's a lose lose for the yeah. oh, defensive for, sure. for yeah. the defensive player. Uh, in every even scenario, then, even when Gronk goes out with a concussion, <laughs> just knew, makes you just knew, yep. <laughs> like you just knew yeah. they were gonna win. Still, Danny Amendola. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what it's about all... that? Eh, that was an amazing yep. catch. In the end yeah, zone. he's that. Yeah, that guy is. He'll get injured every single year, <laughs> at least twice. <laughs> Not, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he'll also no. come up clutch. Oh, for sure. And Brandon Cooks even. Like, Cooks didn't seem to have that good of a game, but he had six catches for 100 yards. No, he did. Yards. He, Boye kept giving him room, which yeah. was really weird to me because he burned right, – right. Cooks burned Boye on that on those comeback routes like four times. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Always, Bouye kept well, you could him. tell. You could tell they were going at Boye the whole day. Ramsey was was locking up the one side, but – Yeah. And then Cooks later on, on they put Ramsey on Cooks because Boye wasn't getting the job done. But Right. Yeah, yeah, just uh, it was a winnable game for Jacksonville for sure, oh, for and sure. I don't want to say Brady. Right, right, they were getting to him. He was he was seeing ghosts out there. Yeah, you could tell that's sometimes how you beat them. That's how you beat Tom Brady is you hit him a lot. Exactly. See the Giants get in his head. Yeah, but winnable game. Just I don't want to chalk it up to even youth or inexperience because yeah, I don't really. think that was the factor. I think no, it was I don't think just. It was. It was, if anything, it was the inexperience of the coaching staff. Yeah, and like offensive staleness. Like, yeah, because I don't even, you know, it'll always be what ifs, but like what if you had opened the offense up a little in the right. second half yeah. and let Blake air it out or something? You, you never know. I won't or, put that on Blake. What if Bortles wasn't the quarterback and they had somebody else? That's, That's true, be. too. <laughs> that is, that'll be uh, the the debate going on this offseason. Yeah, exactly. Is it going to be Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins or Case Keenum? Somebody, yeah, somebody really. to manage it a little bit better. I kind of hope it's Lamar Jackson. Just want to put that out there. I think that would be really fun. That would be. I, I just can't see. I could see them drafting a rookie, but I cannot see them maybe not that starting high. one. Yeah. Starting oh, yeah, one. That's fair too. Yeah. Again. Another I, thing too that I just want to touch on real quick. Miles Jack played great. Like even take the stretch. Oh, yeah. Like this, uh, the strip fumble away. He played so well. The, yeah, really... the him and Talvin Smith are a fantastic linebacking duo. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. So like they can pretty much run with everybody. They're gonna stuff the run. They can actually cover. The one thing I will say though, where they were exposed, at least Talvin Smith, maybe a little more than Miles Jack was in on some of those uh, passes. They were getting uh, Amendola. Lewis out there, even James White out there on matched up on those guys. And for as good as they are, you can only hold down those speed, speed guys. So long. Yeah. Too. When they had to pick up the slot guys, it was a bit of a problem, but 
New England loves to hit those running backs. Like that's why they have so many of them. Right, right. Most linebackers can't cover them at all, which is how New England beats everybody. But I think yeah, Miles Jack really blew me away that game. And it unfortunately looks like he fucked up his knee real bad. So Yeah, that's Yeah, I know. It's unfortunate. That was, <laughs> that was not really uh UCLA too, I think. Yeah. Which is that was Yeah. Hopefully he'll be back because like I said, those are that's a two the, him and Tobin Smith are Pretty pretty darn essential to that. Uh, oh yeah, they're no joke. Middle sure. of that defense. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to uh, the next game, which was uh, Eagles Vikings. This one uh, a little less exciting. Than yeah, the just a little <laughs> disappointing. And it's got... like in the beginning, because the first drive, the Vikings just drove right down the field. Like I think everybody thought this would end the other way. And. Right. Uh, Nope. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, no. it was pretty pretty wild, honestly. I like you said, the Vikings marked on the field didn't surprise me at all. I was no, thinking yeah. I was thinking, you know what, these are this is a pretty defensive game, but I still think it'll be maybe in the twenties, you know, is the you know, maybe just like the other game that we get. And then you get the pick six from Keenum, which was not his, you know, I wouldn't say it was totally not his fault because it was Still a, still a pretty bad throw, even though he did get hit while doing so. But from there, it was just – it was really the next Eagles touchdown that I was started saying, what the heck is going on with Minnesota's defense? Yeah, I was – Minnesota, for the past few years, has always had a problem covering tight ends. It's how a lot of teams will overcome that defense. We saw Greg Olson, who's been basically a stone all year because of his – leg injury go off against the Vikings. Right. They have a lot of trouble covering tight ends for some reason. And Zach Ertz played such a huge role in the Eagles game. He really I did, yeah. I, I mean I eight catches. Yeah. Eight catches, ninety three yards. It was it was really the big plays from Foles, like all down the field. He had what? Zach Ertz thirty six was his long. You had Alshon Jeffrey with a fifty three yarder, forty one <laughs> yarder from Torrey Smith, forty two yeah. from Aguilar. He was just yeah, knocking it back and launching incredible. it. Incredible, yeah. Which is surprising too, because that secondary is—I don't even want to say underrated. Just they're not—they don't get talked about. Harrison Smith is arguably the top safety in oh, the league. Oh, he's incredible. Xavier Rhodes is right up there, probably Trey a top Wayne. five yeah. cornerback. Trey Waynes has improved. Like they should not have been giving up those plays over the top. That, no, that not was at all. yeah. I think. They underestimated Nick Foles, which I think we all kind of did. Um, yeah, yeah. Anybody thought that was coming. And uh, that... credit to Doug Peterson and that staff for uh, – and to Nick Foles. I don't want to take it away from Nick Foles either. He played He played so well. Right. It was – yeah, like you said, no one – I don't think anyone was expecting that. I think you could have – out of all the possible – ways this game could have gone. I think this was the last one on anybody's <laughs> radar. Oh like, yeah. No, I don't think an Eagles blowout was and what anybody I, had in mind. Right. And I will say one thing, like it I'm really disappointed for Case Keenum because all season I kept thinking, you know what, it's still Case Keenum. But he kept proving you wrong. Divisional game lights it up over three hundred yards. And then of course that play at the end, the Minneapolis Miracle, Minnesota Miracle. And he just looked, I hate to say it, like the Case Keenum before this pre-2017. He was flustered. He was thrown inaccurately. It was 
Listen. Really sad to see, actually. <laughs> I'm a, in the similar vein to you and Blake Bortles, I'm a Case Keenum truther. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the Case Keenum for MVP bandwagon all year, which was a, it was a very small corner that I inhaled. Yeah. But I just, he looks so good. And I went into the same thing. I was like, oh, there's no way. There's no way, <laughs> there's no way he can be this good for so long. And he did. And he really did. And right. the Eagles defensive line, so good like oh, they got that look unbelievable incredible i mean they he, have i mean they had what derek barnett is not even i don't even think he's a starter on that line they chris long derek barnett the linebackers i mean cory graham chris long renaissance yeah yeah again Vinny <laughs> curry it's, it's like, it was never ending they had yeah, so many guys getting in there and that was and, and the opposite side that was the vikings problem was they wanted to hit nick Foles early and they didn't they never did they never got to Nick Foles. Right. Which was all the time in the world. <laughs> right. Another thing. So that's so surprising. They have, you know, ever since that D line is loaded and credit to Philly's O line. They, yeah. they stoned them. They were rock solid. Like we said, like we were saying, Nick Foles had all the time in the world to just let the, let his receivers run deep and throw it up under. Yeah. To take your backup quarterback to the Super Bowl like that. I just like Doug Peterson has impressed me so much. I didn't really know what to expect from him and this Eagles team this year, but to have Carson Wentz who probably would win MVP if he was still healthy and then to make Nick Foles look that good, which I mean, he might be, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he is that good. We, we've we seen him that good before. 2013. 27 and three year, the seven touchdowns. That, what was that? The best ratio. Probably. In the NFL history, yeah. <laughs> I think, and, yeah, Nick Foles has a similar, I don't know if you're a basketball guy at all, but like Lance Stevenson, when he played for the Pacers, was really good. And then he left. Right. And he was just <clears throat> atrocious. Yep. He's so bad in Charlotte. And I think he went to Brooklyn, maybe. I don't even know. But as soon all as he got back to Indiana, he was the man again. Maybe that's what yeah, this yeah. is. Yeah, it was. Maybe the, the I don't jersey know. Like he just the Iron Man he, suit. Yeah, like, he needs that's what he needs. That <laughs> he needs that silver and green. <laughs> but right, like you were saying, Doug Peter Doug Peterson was a relatively unknown. But I I definitely had high hopes for him when uh, he left Kansas City. I had uh, he got a lot of crit, or I should say the Eagles got a lot, a little bit of criticism for that hire. But I even last year their season wasn't all that great, but. You know, they showed enough promise, especially offensively. And I was certainly not on the Foles, or excuse me, the Carson Wentz wagon. But, I mean, the proof was in was in those first 13 games before he went down. Like, that was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, he definitely had his flashes in his rookie year. I think that, I mean, that quarterback class is so weird. Like, what happened with Jared Goff this year, I don't think anybody would have expected. And right. I don't think you could say the same about Carson Wentz either. Like, I don't, I think we thought that it would take longer to get to this point, if at all. But they're kind of, they came out of the, they came out of the barn pretty quick, I guess. Yeah. And they, the crazy thing is you think sophomore year is when you get that sophomore slump, but those two were the rookies looking like busts at one and two. And yeah. I mean, Jared Goff was boomed. Like, bad like like historically yeah. bad in that rookie yeah. year. 
And I mean, Carson Wentz that's the, wasn't. That's, on that's that the level. Jeff Fisher effect, though. So. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I love that Jeff Fisher is like deeply entwined. Yeah, <laughs> in like the quarterback race of these playoffs, it makes me laugh. That, it just makes the yeah, it makes it all so there much were, better. Like, do you remember that like five day span where he was almost the Bears coach this year? <laughs> it's like oh, the God, Bears yeah. went higher Jeff Fisher. <laughs> it's like it's why? Debating. What do we need? My favorite. What right. else do Am we I... need? My favorite part is him making, taking some of the credit for the Rams. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. All right, all right, oh, buddy. You they know hit what? a home run with Sean McVay. You had nothing yeah. to do with the seven and nine king. Yeah, <laughs> you, you laid the foundation, right? Yeah, always good to beat the Seahawks a couple of times. Yeah, the Mark great. Jackson to <laughs> Sean McVay, Steve Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Warriors were a little better with Mark Jackson, though. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> they weren't. They were still making the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they were that bad. Not going yeah, seven and that's nine. That's really funny. All right, I guess yeah. it's time to talk about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Fifty Two. Yes, sir. Rematch of Super Bowl 39. No Terrell Owens with the broken leg this time, though. No. No Donald (laughs) Nab. I mean, it would be cool. (laughs) Right. Does he still want to play in the NFL? Is he still on that? Oh, God, man. I don't know. I remember you. Probably. (laughs) He used to go on first take all the time and, like, beg Bill Belichick to sign him. Yeah. (laughs) Just, like, after that that Redskins uh, stint, I don't know if that ship has probably sailed. What when was he was, that? when he got when he got traded to the Redskins. What year was that? His well, his last year in Philly, the Eagles traded him the Redskins. Jesus, what was that? Oh nine. I gotta read up on my to history. <laughs> oh, you're talking about uh, you're talking about Terrell Owens. I'm talking yeah. about Donovan McNabb. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. That's, yeah. There's the Discord. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was with to. Oh yeah, To is definitely still trying to play. Yeah. He's. Uh, oh, get on did, FS. You, did you think I meant Donovan McNabb? Like, yeah. Donovan McNabb yeah. wants to come play. <laughs> right. I don't know if anyone would want him. He's. Oh, I I definitely don't think so. Yeah. There's no way. That'd be amazing. How old is he? Only forty-one. <laughs> Oh, hey, if Brady can do it. Yeah. <laughs> the Donovan McNabb came. I loved Donovan McNabb as a kid. Those Eagles teams were so much fun. They were, yeah. He, he was, was the best. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Yeah. All right. We got off track a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. All right, yeah. So, Super Bowl 52. Patriots uh, wearing the white the white jerseys, which is yep. fine. 12 of 13. 12 of 13. 12 of the last the 13. White jerseys have won the Super Bowl. That's got to – I'm sorry, but that has got to be in your head. For <laughs> oh, a for team, sure. Even though you know Bill Belichick is not – will never admit it, you know that was in his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's How can a, you not be? As the team gets to pick their jersey, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It's a power play for sure. I'm sorry. I remember – thinking the year that, that the team with the color jerseys won? The Green Bay Packers in 2010. Were the only team in the last thirteen years to win, and that so was just, against that was the Steelers, right? Steelers, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, That's such it's, a weird stat. Yeah, I don't know. It really is, but how? Like I said, how does it but not get a, a thing? Like it's a real. I don't. Yeah. If you needed any more, and that's a lot. That's not you know four of the last six or yeah five of the last it's like the last thirteen that's, years. Yeah. yeah, that's substantial. Yeah, I know. So. uh 
What is going to be the key for the Eagles to try to take on Tom Brady? Oh, man, you need another Nick Foles versus the uh, Vikings <laughs> performance. I am so – I don't think the world needs to see another Patriots Super Bowl win. Yeah, I think they've had their fun, and it <laughs> for all the like Brady needs, he is the goat. It, it might be painful to say it sometimes, but he is the goat. But yeah, no, I, I and I, it I, might not even end soon. I he, he if they just made it this year, what's to stop them from the next three yeah, five man. years if he wants to? TB twelve, he's on the. Uh, he, it's like eating mangoes. I don't know. I don't know what TB. Right. Is. It's yeah, a bunch of. <laughs> I'm not reading the book. I refuse. Plant plant based stuff, but <laughs> it's yeah. I can't. I you have to favor the the Patriots. God bless the Eagles for having this underdog mentality because they'll need it again. Because this is not. I, I, not to say that they're sorely outmatched or anything like that. Because you saw the Jaguars could have had that win, and not to say that the. Eagles D is anywhere as good as the Jaguars, but they're, you know, they're good in their own right. They have, they're one of the top five scoring defenses in the league. And we saw what they just did to the Vikings. Needless to say, not the greatest offense, but if you can replicate certain things that you've seen from a team like the Jaguars, you know, there's no reason they can't be in it. And as long as Foles, even if Foles just manages that game, they've got a good enough O-line good enough running backs, good enough pass catchers that you can dink and dunk your way down the field. I, the Patriots defense can be, can be beat. That Yeah, I think there's possible. a definite case for Philadelphia here. Like, Nick Foles played, I mean, we're stating the obvious again, but he played so well against a much better Vikings defense. Like, New England's defense is not anywhere near this is one of the worst Patriots defenses we've seen in a while. And they improved over right. the season because they were mm-hmm. historically bad at the start, but they're, and they can kind of handle their own now, but it's not anywhere near the level of Minnesota. Right. And I think that, I don't know, the Eagles D line might be, I mean, they're not as good as like, they don't have Clay's Campbell and all those guys, but they can hold their own for sure. Absolutely. Like, they can yeah. hit Brady still. Jacksonville did. Right. Fletcher Cox can get to Brady. Like, there's no. And their linebackers. Yeah. Like Jim Schwartz is, he's definitely not afraid to blitz you. Like he'll he'll get after you, and he's he's a Belichick he's a Belichick disciple. So he'll. Did Did Schwartz get a coaching job yet? Nope, he is D coordinator. Still. Still, yep. Wasn't he one of the? He was. Be I think the Giants interviewed him, but. I figured he'd to get no a job. avail. Yeah, I yeah. I can't believe it. Even yeah, after his uh, after he brought the that Bills defense up to like one of the top in the league in 2014, I couldn't believe he didn't. Yeah, they give him too much shit for the the Lions stuff too. Right. Well, and even then, I thought, thought he did an alright job. I think they needed to make that change for change's sake. But yeah. But like we're saying, he's phenomenal coordinator. He's got yeah. the players to do it. He probably can, overqualified as a defensive. Coordinator. Yeah. Right. He's. If anyone can get to Brady, can or can scheme a way to get to Brady and disrupt him, it it would be Jim Schwartz. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that. I I think another thing that's going to be really important is uh, if Gronk is going to be alive <laughs> for the game. If he's gonna, I mean, I'm sure he'll play. Right. Like I'm sure they'll find a way to 
to clear him. I can only imagine what the concussion protocol is going to be like to get Gronk to play in the Super Bowl. Right, yeah. But uh be inter- interesting to see. I think the Brady hand stuff is is nothing anymore. <laughs> I think he proved no, to us that those, right, those, in TB12 is, is working. Yeah, those stitches will be out by, yeah. <laughs> by the Pro Bowl probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I'm hesitant to to be fully confident and take the Patriots, but I also know that like every time that that happens, <laughs> like I'm wrong. Like any time, every single time, there's no reason mm-hmm. to not pick them. They've proven that it doesn't matter. It's the same thing right. with like the Cavaliers when everybody freaks out about them around this point of the year, which I should say they are doing again. They'll be fine. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They're always fine. It'll work out. They'll be the one or two seed. They'll make it to the final. It's yeah. It's the same way. As <laughs> yeah. much yeah. as much as you could tell, everyone wanted to believe in the Jags and like and pick them. You couldn't help but still side with the Patriots because they are the Patriots. They are the gold standard. Yeah. No. For sure. It was definitely like. There's no reason to not believe that they're going to win. <laughs> as as painful yeah. as it is, as a fan of an NFL team that isn't. The Patriots, yeah. <laughs> like most people are, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. And the secondary, like I think Tom Brady's really going to be able to get over the top when he wants. I don't know if the right. Eagles have the corners to cover. Yeah, to cover that's their one. Really. I think that's their biggest weakness. Yeah. For sure. Because even uh, their best guy in the secondary, Malcolm Jenkins, is he's more of a downhill guy. He's not, I mean, he's not bad in coverage, but he's better as an in the box. Well, he's a corner turned safety, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he likes but, to, he'll come up and cover the slot guys and like, right. And I mean, Patrick Robinson has been a bright spot for him. That was a pretty good pickup, uh, free agent pickup this season for them. But you're right. I mean, those guys are going to have their hands full for sure. Ronald Darby's, I mean, they're no joke. Ronald Darby and Jalen Mills yeah. are good, but they're, there's certainly no Jalen Ramsey and AJ Bouye. Bouye and and even uh, oh my god I'm blanking on his name the slot Aaron guy Col- Aaron Colvin was he yeah yeah he played really well in that game too yeah yep those it's... corners back there are no joke yeah yeah all right I think that covers everything for uh, the first unofficial episode of the Unbalanced NFL Show I don't even know if this is going out or if anybody is going to hear this at all. Right. Uh, <laughs> just our no test idea. run. Yeah, this might just be the test run. Uh, if you are listening to this, uh, I hope you stick around. I can only promise that we're going to get a little better. I can only, I can only hope, I guess. Right. Uh, you can follow me at Galant Brett on Twitter. And I feel like yours is probably your name too, isn't it? Yep, mine is at the Kenning Goyette. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much. Tune in whenever the next episode's out. Tune in <laughs> I, soon. Tune I don't want to say next week because I'm not 100% sure. Yep. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Never met.